Hey everyone, welcome to My Modern Confinement, a postpartum podcast where we explore motherhood, heritage, and health. I'm Dr. Krista Lau, your host, and today I'm introducing the term postpartum period and we'll discuss a few other things around that. Firstly, why is it important for us to get acquainted with the term? Now, the postpartum period and the other terms related to this, such as the fourth trimester and the confinement period, can have different definitions and meanings for different people, different family traditions, different cultural practice, and even for health providers who have learned the same thing, they could interpret health terms in different ways. So it's important for us to be aware of these differences and learn to speak the same language so that you can have the best postpartum experience. Now, the highlights of this episode are number one, to learn what the postpartum period is. Number two, to understand why the postpartum period is always evolving in terms of the definition and time frame. And number three, to learn about these different stages that I talked about and how they're linked to your postpartum health. So pretty much an introduction to the fourth trimester and the confinement period. So, the first thing, the etymology and definitions of postpartum. Now, why am I curious about where the word postpartum came from? Maybe it's because I'm a nerd and I really, really love studying, but that's a topic for another day. Now, what I did bring from medical school is the understanding that the origin of terms can be extremely useful in remembering facts. So I went around to look for what postpartum meant back in the days. And the word evolved from two Latin words, post meaning after, and partum, which comes from the word partis. It means bearing, bringing forth or producing. So together, postpartum means after birth. Now, in modern medicine, the postpartum period is defined according to the obstetrics guidelines of each country. Generally, it's six to eight weeks after giving birth because that's the time the body takes to return to the pre-pregnancy state. But the evolving definition that many doctors are gravitating towards is up to one year after giving birth. So most importantly, guys, for my book and this podcast, I'm using the definition of postpartum period as the one year after giving birth. That's the term that I'm choosing to use. So you guys will know exactly what I'm referring to when I say postpartum period in this podcast on my website and in my book. And just a little nugget for you guys, we've also got a few other names for the postpartum period in modern medicine. One is postnatal. Natal coming from the old Latin word nasi, meaning to be born, and a second word called the puperium, P-U-E-R-P-E-R-I-U-M, a bit of a mouthful there really. Um, This refers to the six to eight weeks after childbirth when the female reproductive organs return to their pre-pregnancy state. So when you meet your health provider and they say postpartum, postnatal, the puperium, Uh, That pretty much all means after giving birth, all right? But again, for you to be sure, ask them exactly which term they're using and what they mean, okay? So that both of you are speaking the same language. Which leads me to the next why. Why is it important for us to know that different terms exist and to choose one to communicate with? 
So there are three reasons that I've come up with. The first one, as I just mentioned, is to be on the same page and to speak the same language. Now, clarity about which term you're using and what it means is very important for good communication between audience and presenter, just like you and me, so you know exactly what I'm talking about, between doctor and patient, everyone, your relationship with your doctor, as you know, it's really good when both of you are on the same wavelength and communicating well, using the same meaning, same words, and businesses and customers. So those of you out there who are providing lots of postpartum care products, services, coaching, uh, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. You want your customer base to know exactly what you're offering and what you're targeting. So they know exactly what they're going to get from you. Now, the second reason is to reduce distractions from the topic or problem. So to illustrate this point, let's talk about the postpartum period itself. It's important to choose a definition of how long the postpartum period is so that you as a business or a service provider or a health provider can focus on tailoring products and services for what moms need during this specific time. Not two years from birth, not five years from birth. You want to give them exactly what they need in a postpartum period so that if anything out of the norm happens, and now I'm coming from a medical doctor point of view, is if troubles happen after the one year or after the six to eight weeks, it will make the doctor think, hmm, is there something else going on here that is related to the birth or not? And this is what they'll use to figure out um, the other health issues that a new mom might have. So time frames, definitions are extremely important to reduce distractions from the problem or rather to focus attention onto the problem itself. And finally, the third point is knowing the different terms and choosing one to communicate with helps with the overall postpartum health management, which is multi-layered. Why multi-layered? Pregnancy and birth are so complicated and amazing at the same time. And this holds true for the postpartum period as well. But we don't really see or feel it because we're so exhausted after giving birth and we have to immediately start providing for this little new life we created. But our body starts shifting and changing immediately after birth to return things as close as possible to how it was before the pregnancy. And new moms are impacted physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially by this life event. So multi-layered, very multi-layered. Therefore, understanding the postpartum period and choosing a definition, or in this case, the time frame, is crucial in keeping an eye out for how mom is traveling along after the birth. It's also important because after a certain time frame, as I mentioned before, different health providers might need to step in to continue caring for mum, and they know exactly where to go from there. Now, let's move on and talk about evolution of the definition of postpartum period. Again, why is this important? Why should we accept new definitions if and when they arise? Just like how our views, priorities, and personality changes as we advance from one life stage to another, it's also common for medicine and science to change and evolve as time and our societies progress, technology as well. We learn new things about the human body every day, so guidelines are always updated to reflect our current needs and knowledge. 
In fact, it's absolutely important for medicine to be flexible and to allow change to happen. This flexibility is crucial so that health professionals can provide the best care based on what we know right now. And honestly, I'd be worried if my doctor or our scientists are too stubborn to work with change. So, with regards to the postpartum period, there is still so much we're learning about what a new mom needs for her recovery. Sure, we know what the body does, we know what the body mostly needs, but what about outside of her body? Her mental needs, the social needs, her environmental needs, social economic needs? So, what used to be streamlined care is now evolving to more personalized care based on where mom lives, the resources and social support available to her, her culture and her identity. And well, I could spend the rest of this episode listing things a new mom's health depends on, but let's not go there. But generally overall, I'm very glad that the modern physicians in obstetrics are very open to redefining the postpartum period whenever that needs to be done. This shows that they're in touch about what the modern woman and the modern mom needs and wants today. Not tomorrow, not yesterday, but today. And that's just in line with what motherhood is in the early years, isn't it? We just do what we can for what we, our kids and our family needs today. And right now, we need postpartum care for a lot longer than just for the six to eight weeks after birth. So that leads to the final point of this episode the other stages within the postpartum period. So remember when I said that different meanings can be given to one thing in one word. So this is where I'll break down the other terms used in relation to the postpartum period. Also recall that I said the postpartum period is an evolving space. So there's nothing set in stone about the terms I'm about to introduce, just which definition and time frame you'll be using depending on your purpose. Now in the blog post, which you can find on www.bridgesandhealth.com forward slash episode one, the number one, um, there is a little picture that I've put that shows the postpartum period in my modern confinement, my definition, um, which is one year after giving birth. And the picture shows the postpartum period in Australia, USA, Malaysia, the fourth trimester and the confinement period how those are different within the one year. So let's go through that. So just a quick recap. For me, I'm using one year immediately after birth. That's the term postpartum period. So when you guys listen to this podcast, anything I talk about in the email newsletters, on the website, um, everything on social media, postpartum period means one year immediately after the birth. In Australia, the general consensus among the obstetricians for the postpartum period is six to eight weeks after birth. I've also double-checked this with a colleague who is an obstetrics trainee in Aussie. Now, in the USA and Malaysia, the postpartum period is defined as up to six weeks after birth. I've checked this with a uh, Malaysian family medicine doctor who used to work in the rural um, clinics in, I think, Sabah, Sarawak. Sorry, I can't remember. <laughs> Um, and in the USA, I've got the term from up to date and also from my personal experience of giving birth and having my postpartum care there in the States. So why is there a difference among countries? Now, that's because each place has got their unique health related challenges and the population is not the same. 
So it is great that there's a variation in how the postpartum period is defined because it's got to relate to moms in that country. While yes, in general, the female body takes six to eight weeks to return to a pre-pregnancy state, but you know, for some populations that might be longer based on their health status before they got pregnant and the kind of、um, healthcare access they have after giving birth. So. Now, one thing I would like to bring to your attention is the fourth trimester. Now, you'll note that the word trimester is used in pregnancy, the first, second, and third. Now, the fourth trimester is seen as an extension of the third trimester in pregnancy,、uh, so that's counted as three months immediately after childbirth. Now, what I really like about this term is that it seeks to be part of the pregnancy. Or rather, the transition from pregnancy to settling in with the baby. So that is a wonderful aspect because it allows mom to be more seen and present in that transition, rather than her just becoming kind of an overnight change from mom to be and just provider for the baby and attention goes on the baby, which is kind of ironic, isn't it? Because those of us who've been pregnant, we know. All that time, it's how are you, Mama? We got to make sure you're well looked after. No, no, no! Don't do chores. Sit down, rest. Let me handle it. All the wonderful attention is showered on the mom to be, but as the pregnancy nears the due date, it becomes more about baby. Honestly, it does. And after the birth, mom, mom, who? Oh, you mean the milk bag, the restaurant, the housekeeper, the cook, the nanny. Well, we all know that the maternity leave is really not a leave or holiday. It's work. It's work time. And I would like to put this question out there: How many people have actively focused on checking in on the mom after she gives birth without cooing over the baby? How many moms have been showered the same attention as her newborn in that same time frame? Now, I have been lucky. To be given lots of attention after birthing both my girls because of my confinement practice, so I did have that one month or rather thirty days after giving birth where I was looked after, things were done for me, cooked for me, and I had help with the baby. But after that,、mm, well, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> so, what is the confinement practice? Traditionally, this is the time when many Chinese new moms and their newborns stay at home for the duration of the confinement and is looked after by the older women in her family or by the women in her husband's family. New moms are nourished with confinement foods, teas, and soups. She's made to rest. All the household chores are completed by others, and she also gets help with caring for her baby if she needs more rest. So sleep is possible for this new mom during the confinement period. And also note that other cultures have similar postpartum practices like this.、Um, I think South America has plenty, and in、uh, Eastern Europe as well, the women do stay home for a month after giving birth to rest and recover. And the Malays in Malaysia they practice a、um, confinement practice called pantang for forty days after birth. And why this variation in the timing? Or the duration of the confinement practice. In my little picture, I put thirty to forty days immediately after birth. Well, because that depends on your culture and your family's tradition. 
So the women in my family follows confinement for 30 days after birth. So once again, to be on the same page, guys, when I'm talking about confinement in this podcast, on my website and everywhere else, I'm talking about 30 days after giving birth. All right. So I hope that's been helpful. And the biggest conclusion for this episode is definitions are important. Always make sure you and your health provider, you and the business that you're engaging with or the service doula coach that you're engaging with, that you guys are talking about the same thing so that you can get the best for you and get targeted care for yourself. Okay, so let's do a quick recap of the main points in this episode. There's three of them. The first is it's important to define the postpartum period so that we're speaking the same language and to improve focus on the many layers of postpartum health. Number two, the definition of postpartum period for this podcast in my book is one year immediately following childbirth. And number three, the postpartum period is always evolving depending on the needs of mothers in the current era. All right. And there you go, guys. An introduction to the postpartum period and a touch on what the confinement practice is. So if you've got any questions or want to share your story, send me a message on Instagram where you can find me at mymodernconfinement or use the contact form on the website www.bridgesandhealth.com forward slash contact. All the links are in the show notes and also in the blog post. So that's done and done and I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Terima kasih.